Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com slash membership. Hello, everyone. My name is John Locke. I'd like to welcome you to The Winning Trade, but first, the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you're aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in this presentation, we are demonstrating hypothetical computer-simulated trades into results. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke from Locking Your Success LLC. I'm a trading performance, wealth, and success coach, and myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, we have a very special treat for you. I'm here to demonstrate a trade that we recently covered real-time within the pro membership. Actually, it's a series of three trades where we're using professional-style income trading. And when we talk about professional-style income trading, we're talking about using charting and technical analysis to form opinions and using those opinions to increase your returns and consistency through trading already high probability income trades with the flow of the market and utilizing your subjectivity with these very high probability trading structures. This creates a situation where we can trade with flexibility and adaptability and it allows us to make more money with less work and fewer adjustments. And it also allows us to very often be profitable, even when we're very wrong with our biases in the marketplace. And this is going to be a demonstration of that. We have a situation here where we formed a certain set of market biases, and we use the skills that we've learned about technical analysis and what we call decision ladders to switch our positioning in a way where we have these high probability positions and we position ourselves positionally to deal with the fact that we had a problem with our bias and our bias has switched and we just adapt and move on to that. So you're going to see a fantastic demonstration here and I hope you stay to the end to make sure that you see that. Also, before we get going, a reminder, please make sure to share and like our videos so that we can continue to bring this content to you. All right, let's take a look at the trade. So we're going to start with risk parameters for this trade cycle. I'm going to be showing you a total of three trades that were uh, maximum trades size of $15,000 each. Our anticipated return was a, would be approximately $5,000 per trade or about 33% of our planned capital per trade. Our potential return per trade is, is, is up to like 100%. That doesn't happen very often. But trading in this manner, it does sometimes happen, which is wonderful. And it's not very uncommon for us to be 50 plus percent on our positions. We do have an exit loss trigger, and that would be $2,500 per trade. This gives us an excellent risk-reward ratio. The problem with a lot of income strategies is they have a profit target of 
say $10,000 and then have an exit loss trigger of $10,000, giving us a one-to-one risk-reward ratio. When you take a look at the actual average win versus the average loss, the average loss tends to be a little bit more than the average win. And that means that you have to maintain a, a win rate well over 50%. Actually, I believe the number is closer to about 70, 75% in order to just be profitable when we can take that risk-reward ratio and kind of flip it around where sometimes we're making 5,000, sometimes we're making 10,000, but we're going to be essentially out of the position at a $2,500 drawdown. That brings our risk-reward ratio to a really nice level where we don't even need to win half the number of trades and we're still profitable. Despite the fact that we are winning more than 75% of the time, uh, over time with our positions. So again, that makes for a very nice cash flow from trading. So the trade structure that we're going to be dealing with today is called a super bear entry with an anticipated broken wing butterfly conversion. So just to explain the situation a little bit, from a technical standpoint, I have a bias that the market's likely to go down and we enter in a bearish position. And then at some point, we have a plan where the market's going to drop to a certain point, likely, and we would want to do a broken butterfly conversion at that point. Or if for some reason our technical bias changes, we do a broken butterfly conversion as well. So let's let's take a look at our entry. Let's take a look at what happened through this trade. And again, we're going to be piling three trades on top of one another, and you'll see a really interesting situation here. So let's jump into our analytical software. So this is option at Explorer. This is a situation where we do have a technical bias. Uh, the market is, has been essentially in a sideways range and uh, we're at the top of that range and we're starting to break down from that range with the likelihood that we're probably gonna come back down and at least this is our, this is our bias at the time. We're likely to come back down to around this 3860 level. Of course, if that happens, this trade is going to do very well. And then, if, of course, if we convert it to a condor or whatever, which is something we did the month before, by the way, we flipped this into a condor. We made a really nice return. I think it was in the 50% range on our strategy because this worked out really well. Uh, but again, if this comes down, into our range where we switch our posture to bullish, we flip this into a broken wing butterfly, we trade it out and we squeeze the trade out for as much as we can possibly get out of it. Um, here, something a little bit different happens. So this is our entry position for the trade. I'm going to be layering in two other trades as we go along. So uh, we'll show you how that goes. So basically what happens here is I'm just gonna go to first adjustment and what ended up happening, if we take a look at the price chart, we initially got our down move, okay? Now, once the market starts to break down, there's an anticipation that's going to behave in a certain way. And this bar here pretty much voids that anticipation. In other words, if the market is bearish and it started to break down and it's going to continue to go down, we shouldn't get this sort of a bounce off of that level. So that being the case, that kind of throws our initial theory maybe a little bit out the window at that point. So what I'm going to do for this trade is I'm going to convert this into what we call a UB1 strategy, which is a broken wing butterfly. Uh, for the people who are new to us, we'll just say we convert this into a broken wing butterfly. We kick our strikes out, our long strikes out to 4160 and uh, 4050. 
right? So we're selling a bullish vertical here, we're selling a bearish vertical there, and we end up in a position that looks like this. And to, to this position, we apply more or less what we call UB1 rules, which is a, which is a strategy that we have. And I'm not going to get too into that because it's going to take too long. But this is what our positioning looks like. So I'm going to go a couple of more days here. And the market bounces and it starts to come back down again. Now on 5.1, if we take a look at the price charts here, we're back up into the top of our range. I'm still anticipating that the market's going to, to drop back down to the lower part of the range here. and that being the case, I'm going to put in what we call a control point on this position to get out of the position. And uh, if it doesn't hit that control point, I may end up doing some sort of an adjustment procedure. But at the same time, I'm still bearish. We're back at the top of the range. I'm hitting this with the Super Bowl again, uh, Super Bear again. So another bearish vertical, uh, we add it to the position right here. Now, we want to be aware of both positions as well as our composite position. And this is what the composite position looks like. Okay, again, we're at the top of the range. We're expecting the bearish down move. Let me pull uh, this off and go straight to the bear position, the initial position, which we converted into a broken wing butterfly. Nothing happens on this position until 5.3. Okay, so we do get a bit of a down move off our initial entry here, which would be expected. Let me just go to, I'm going to ignore and go to the next adjustment. What happens here is we end up rolling this position back. And let me see what time that happened, just so that I know. This is on the third. Yeah, so we end up rolling this position back earlier in the day, pretty much in the morning. Okay, so the market opened up in the morning. Looks like we had, uh, or we, at least we had a down move this day. So here's one of the things that I like to do. This may have been taking on some pressure the day before. A lot of times I do not like to make the rollback the day before when the position's taking on pressure. I wait to see if I get an opportunity or a market relief to roll it back. The following day, we get a, a relief on the pricing and so forth, and we take this and we roll it back into this position here, which is just another UB1 uh, rollback, okay? So now we're uh, in these two, two positions, and this is what our new composite position looks like. All right, so we want to keep that in mind as we go along. So as we move here, uh, next adjustment is on the 9th. What happens is it looks like the market does not want to go down like we thought it was going to go down. It's still, you know, we came down, we retested the bottom, and we're, we're bouncing again here. So I'm going to go ahead and do something what we call a V14 conversion, which is basically, uh, it's still a, uh, a UB1 is a broken wing butterfly with a more neutral bias broken wing butterfly to something that's a little bit slightly more bullish bias, and that is, is a, a V14. And we're going to switch to V14 rules, and I'm going to make a, what we call a V14 adjustment, and that is rolling in the upper longs and the lower longs. In other words, we're making the position smaller and more positive delta, and this is our new position here with this trade. Again, this runs into too much trouble to the downside. We're just exiting it. We'll run off the super bear. So that's what we have, 
and I'm going to jump to 517. So let me go to 517, which is our next adjustment point. I'm going to ignore trades. So here, what's kind of been happening is we set an equal low. We came here. It looks like we tried to break down. We set a higher low, and now we're kind of bouncing again. So I'm like, well, it's looking like the probabilities that we're going to get our down move are less, or I can also hold my posture and say, I still think we're going to get a down move, but now we start talking about time frame, but I think it might be after the 30-day time frame. So what we did here is we came in and we made an adjustment with this super bear. And I'm going to go ahead like 15 minutes because some of the stuff I think happened right towards the end of the day. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make an up adjustment with this and I'm going to go positive Delta. And I'm also going to take this trade and I'm converting this into another UB1 or V14 type of trade. So I converted this to what we call a narrow UB1 at 215. So now I have these two trades that essentially, in my opinion, went bad. All right, this is the composite position between those two trades. And I'm still aware that we're at the top of the range or likely at the top of the range. I put on another super bear trade. So I come in here, I pull these off, and this is my new position on Super Bear that's going to lose 3,000 if the market goes up and continues to go up and I do nothing. And then we have the composite position that looks something like this. We're still bearish. Again, this is in a different expiration cycle. I'm giving myself a little bit more time to be right on the position. So this is what we have going on. And from here, let's go back to our initial super bear trade. So this is what we have on that was converted. This position had an up adjustment on 6.1, and that was it. So as the market goes along, what happens here is, is the, the market ends up going up and we're wrong. Let's go to this trade here and go to the following day. So with this trade here, I started out as a UB1. The market went up. We broke our swing high. Okay. So now hey, we had a higher high, a higher low. We're running a higher high. This is telling us the market's going to break a little bit higher than we thought. So what I'm doing here is I'm being aggressive and up adjusting my broken wing butterflies against my bearish vertical. I'm still thinking the market's going to come down. Notice I've been wrong, I've been wrong, I've been wrong. But the way I'm positioning myself positionally overall, we're still making money even though we're down on this position. Again, this is a great talent to develop as a trader. So um, as we move along here, uh, I'm going to jump to 6.1. We get to 6.1. The market continues to go up. Uh, I make a couple of adjustments here on my other trades. So I have this position here that has gone negative delta. I'm keeping these positive delta, so I'm going to shift this in. I'm doing a V14 adjustment, which is taking my long strikes and rolling them in, bringing myself positive delta. 
I'm also doing the same thing with the breakout on this trade here. And this happens to be an iron butterfly. It doesn't matter if they're irons or they're a broken wing butterfly or a put broken wing butterfly or a call broken wing butterfly. They're all the same position. But um, I'm doing the same thing here. I'm rolling in my long strikes here and bringing this positive delta. Well, at the same time, I'm keeping my other trade here uh, underwater. Basically, if, the, if everything goes wrong and I don't do anything else, the composite position is likely to be probably profitable. Okay, so this is not a terrible position to be in. And again, this is going to be our composite position. Now, these positions here that are the broken wing butterflies are expiring on the 16th. If I go to the 9th, this is what uh, uh, this broken wing butterfly position looks like. This is what the second now broken wing butterfly position looks like. And what's going on in the charting is I don't make any adjustments here, although I did make an adjustment here on the six. So let's just go back to the six. We'll show you that. So this one here did have another up adjustment uh, here on the sixth. Again, I'm just pushing. What I'm doing here is I'm making this very positive delta. I'm pushing against my bear vertical, which if you put them all, this is our new position. Again, the market goes up and escalates up. Worst, worst case scenario in the three trades, I lose, I make $900. Okay. And our downside risk is very much under control here. But this here is, uh, is that adjustment in isolation. And then we go to the ninth. Then we'll take a look at charting for a second. So we go to the ninth and we take a look at our price chart. What happened is we had a breakout of range in our SPX, implying that we're going to get an up move and we're going to set our price pattern targets in and so forth. Uh, if we do that, if we set our price pattern targets in and we do our technical analysis like we show on Market Outlook and we take a look at what the NDX is doing, basically there's a very high probability the market's going to continue going up. So that being the case, that being the case, um, I'm leaving these. I'm leaving these the same because there's really no nothing to do here with these trades, there's, other than let them expire. There's seven days to expiration, and, and there's probably no point in adjusting at that point. But what I am going to do is on our Super Bear three trade is I'm going to start trying to offset some of my losses. Okay, so remember we had we had, we have a essentially a $2,500 exit loss trigger here for this trade. But I also have other trades on that are profitable and are going to be profitable with like a 95% chance unless we get some sort of a tragic down move in the marketplace. So I want to set myself up so that I'm not really worried about those trades. But if the market goes down a lot, then I, you know, say we come out and go down 300 points the next day, then I can make some money. But if I go with the probabilities, I hedge off or at least take out some of my losses here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come into a closer to expiration cycle and I'm going to put a super bull trade on or a bullish vertical. So if I come in here and I go here, I do a two lot out of the money bullish vertical with the anticipation that we're going to come up into a price pattern target up here. 
And I'm giving myself four days for that to happen. Okay. And worst case, if the market crashes, you know, the downside really isn't much of a problem here. Uh, if the market stays and sits where it is, well, that's my worst case scenario. But even if we do that, our loss should be, you know, in the 20, about $3,000 range. And again, that isn't the end of the world. So I'm giving myself a chance to hedge down my losses a little bit on this. So what ends up happening is we go one, two days, and we end up here at zero DTE. This thing expires out worthless. And now our total potential loss on this is, you know, $1,400, okay, well within our parameters. So I'm getting that number down. Now, I'm not getting that number down necessarily because I gave up, but I want to get this trade what we call back in play again, because right now the original vertical is pretty much out of play. So I'm going to come in here now that these are expired, and if I think the market still has further to go, I'm going to do that again. And in this case here, I do. Again, we're comparing what's going on in the NDX and the other indexes, and we're saying, look, the SPX has, has so many points up that it should go if, if we're right. So I come in here, I get rid of these, I go out to, in this case, three days to expiration. I do another Super Bowl. Again, if the market crashes apart and we have this horrendous blowout, not a problem. If the market stalls and settles back over the next three days, then, hey, you know what? I'm back in the position that I was before. Again, no loss, no foul. And then, of course, if we get the up move here, then I'm only down $500. And then I can do something with the position. So here, if I go to the composite, just so you know where we stand here, this is what we look like over the next several days. So I really don't have a problem if this takes 150, 200 point dump over the next day or so. And if it stalls, I'm still not a problem. If it comes down, again, the trade's back in play. So let's see where this goes. Over the next few days, we get a, a substantial up move in the market. And this is our position. I could hold on to this the other day, another day, but if we take a look at what's going on, if you watch our market outlook, we pretty much called this the top of the market. So now we're likely to get a down move after this 53-point up move here. And the uh, SPX has puts us at like 44, almost 44.30. Now it's very highly probable we're going to get a down move. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to close these a little bit early. And I'm going to be in basically just my super bear position. However, if you were to look at the super bear position in isolation, what's happening is it's so far behind the market that we're not likely to get this back profitable again. So even though we only have a maximum loss of about $600, if we sit in the position, now I'm bearish on the marketplace again. So remember, we were bearish at the other level. We were completely wrong. We adapted to that. Now we're up at another level and we're bearish. So what I want to do here is I want to reset and roll this. And this is what we're doing is we're essentially closing the entire position that we have on now. And I move the position to another standard super bear position. 
This gets us a position where I do have a condition where I could exceed my max loss on the uh, trade. And that does happen from time to time. But our probabilities of the market going down is huge. And now I have the chance that this is going to come back and end up being profitable. So I don't mind being in this trade because we're, we're super high probability of a, at least a small down move at some point in the next couple of days. Now, the market's been so bullish, I want to be uh, proactive in exiting the, if the market goes down. But at least now I'm in the range where if we get the highly probable move to play out, then we're going to shoot up into here. And if it comes back down here with the gains that we've already had in the other positions, even if this came only down to even if this took a total loss by some um, strange or unusual event, then we're still in a good position for the cycle. So here, the other trades have already are, are expiring the the following day. Okay, so we know the other tra the other trades are expiring uh, on on the 16th. They're not going to be a problem. We'll take the profits, and those will be booked. And then with this trade here, let's see what happens. So this is where we went here. If I go to the following trading day, which is on the 20th. What happens is we end up getting a an opportunistic down move during the day, and this is where we exit intraday, right? We're in a bullish marketplace. We have a bearish trade on. We're looking for the opportunity to exit that trade. Uh, I'm only six days to expiration, and this little short-term down move, that was an extremely high probability move. The probability is it stays down a little bit more questionable. So when we got the gap down on this particular morning, and I'm going to go to, uh, let's see, 10.30, which is I, I believe is what exit time was. Okay, we exit this at 10.34. I'm just going to show you at 10.30. This is what our position looks like. We're up $2,804 approximately. We're going to want to close this position out and move on. Now, I'm still bearish here over a certain period of time, but this position does not have the time left. So this position is out and it's closed. And that was my three trade campaign. And now I'll show you how I entered the market for the following campaign. And that is if we go to the end of the day here, I came in and I entered another super bear in the 728 expiration, which is right here, You know, expecting the market to be down over the next uh, so many days. But this is a, an example of how we can have a bias coming into the marketplace and we can have a decision ladder on where we wanna be positioned and we can position effectively so that we can win in the market even though by most people's standards, our biases were completely wrong. Again, I was bearish during that whole time and even if the market went down, we would have won. Uh, the market continued to go up, and we still won. We did very, very well. As a matter of fact, if I take a look at our spreadsheets here for the three trades, we had the first super with a $15,000 plan capital that came back with a profit of $1,880. We had the second one with a $15,000 plan capital that came in with a profit of $1,884. And then we have a, that had our super bear with a $15,000 plan capital, which came back at a 19% profit at 28.04. And we had similar things going on in the Russell, by the way, because we had a similar posture. We put on an M3.4U, which is a broken wing butterfly bearish postured. And I had put on a broken wing butterfly M3.4U with a neutral posture. 
both of those came out okay also. Again, they weren't the optimal trades. They didn't end up the way we normally do. Our average return on a pro trade, by the way, is going to be running in the uh, 34% per trade. So far this year, for example, all trades, including the winners and the losers, um, the average return on those trades per trade has been about 34%. So this is uh, this is knocked that down a little bit because our returns are a little bit lower than normal. But it is an effective way of showing you how we can be profitable if we properly apply our technical analysis and our decision letters and if we maintain a good positional uh, situation with our complex option strategies. And that is our pro-level trading example for the week. If you enjoyed this, please come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. And when you come to LockingYourSuccess.com, check out our pro membership. This is where we teach you to apply technicals properly to complex options positions so that we can drastically increase our income and drastically increase our consistency, our understanding of the market, and be very adaptable to whatever happens in the marketplace. Uh, also, you can go to thewinningtrade.com. That's thewinningtrade.com. And you can check out our past winning trades. And if you go and you're newer at this and you need to start to understand the option structures themselves, come on over to lockingyoursuccess.com and check out our Go membership where we have this web called Options Trading for Income, where we trade strategies such as you saw here, non-subjectively for the purpose of learning how to trade in this manner. And you can follow along with them and other great strategies as they unfold during our weekly trade update webinars. Also, where you can learn about upcoming winning trade presentations, explore fast winning trades, and receive free access to bonus materials. Also, make sure you check out our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to skyrocket results regardless of the type of trading you do. Have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see on the next morning trade, please make sure you leave them on the video. I'll make sure I answer them for you personally and make sure you remember to share and like our videos. Thank you, everybody. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see on the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our trading performance and pro memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.